Hello, friends. Welcome to the Frankie 411 podcast. I'm your host, Haley Overseth. Today, my guest is Emerix, a professional tarot card reader and psychic operating out of Louisiana. I do hope that you will enjoy this interview. I am so thankful to Emerix that she came and joined us on the show. We had a great conversation about her story and about human consciousness in general, obviously my favorite subject. So do enjoy this interview with Emerix. Welcome, Emerix, to my Frankie 411 podcast. I'm so glad that you have agreed to come on and be a guest, and I'm excited to talk to you about what it is that you do. So if you could just give a, a brief introduction of yourself and what you do for the audience. Okay. Um, I'm glad to be here also. I'm excited to be here. Um, well, I go by Emerix. I'm a 31-year-old Louisiana native. Um, I'm a pro- professional psychic and tarot reader. I've been reading cards for almost 20 years now. Um, really? Yes, working professionally for about two. Okay. Um, I'm clairaudient, intuitive, empathic, and a medium, but that's a bit of a newer development because it's something I really had to get used to. Okay. So can I ask you, and I don't want to, inter- if, if you have more that you want to give, I don't want to interrupt. I am, like I said, a very sort of fluid conversationalist. So you're 31 and you've been doing this for almost 20 years. So you started very young with all yeah. of this. Is this something that was a, a part of your family life or was this something that you just were interested that young? How did that come about at such a young age? Um, I was actually gifted a deck of cards okay. from a friend. And um, the friend is actually now a professional reader as well. Okay. That's I really was cool. 11 or 12, I was 11 or 12 years old and he was only a couple years older than me. Okay. But um, my family was very supportive. They were the kind of family that like, I got Ouija boards and trench coats for Christmas. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They, they weren't weirdos, but they knew that I was, you know, and they supported that. That is really cool. You don't always see that being the case. A lot of times right. it's kind of you're the black sheep a little bit. Yeah. That is amazing. So you have been reading tarot cards from that time. Yes. So now you said you're clairaudient. Correct. And clair- clairvoyant, did you say also? Um, I've had a few visions. I'm mostly clairaudient, intuitive and empathic and a medium. Okay, so can you talk a little bit then about how how did those psychic abilities develop for you? Is that something that, you know, you started with these cards and then things kind of started to come to you? How would you say that developed for you? Yes, um, around 27, actually, I had what I called a spiritual awakening. Okay. I was, um, I was just going through a really stressful time. And all of a sudden I started, you know, hearing voices and, you know, these voices, it wasn't just voices. It would be like sirens and just, just these noises, you know? And at first I thought I was going crazy. Of course. Yeah. And everybody else thought I was going crazy. I was institutionalized. I was diagnosed schizophrenic. Oh my. Um, Yes. Institutionalized a lot. And, um, very chaotic situation. It was, it was, it was scary. It was lonely. It was, yes. But, um, over time I kind of just, I'd realized what was going on 
you know, because I'd started doing some research and stuff and I'd realized that I was going through a spiritual awakening and it was either, you know, get with it and figure out how to handle it or continue being crazy, you know? So I'd started developing skills like, you know, discernment was important to, to know which voices were which and who was talking to me, you know, and meditation was important and, you know, just things like that. Being able to ground yourself, being able to Right, right, that, right. That, that is stuff. really important, you know, being able to discern, okay, what is my normal mm-hmm. human physical reality and what is the other realms speaking to me? Right. So, can you give us a little information? So, this is something that, that I've experienced just a little bit myself, having just words or phrases pop into my head that I know aren't me. Mm-hmm. So, can you kind of describe a little bit? what, what sort of experience that is, is like for you? You know, are, are you hearing a voice that do you, are you able to hear voices that are distinct from your own voice? How, how does the experience happen for you? Yes. Um, I immediately knew the voices like weren't coming from me. Mm -hmm. I tried to convince myself forever that they were, I tried to convince myself that it was just in my head. I'm just making it up. Yes. But the main thing that I'd realized was that sometimes they would say something and I would repeat back what they were trying to say and I would get it wrong. And they'd say, no, we're trying to say this. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So you so were I, being corrected. Right. Okay. So if I would have, if I would have, if it was my head, I would have known what I said. Right. And so you wouldn't, you was, wouldn't change yourself and say, no, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't right. Right. Exactly. That so uh, are there, can you describe, is it, you know, entities, spirits, how, how would you describe who or what communicates with you? Um, I hear a lot of things. I hear interdimensional entities. I hear spirits. And sometimes I hear people's thoughts. Really? Yes. I've Is, heard things like before people say them and things like that. Does that is that something that at all affects your relationships? Like if you are closer with someone, is it easier for you to, to hear thoughts or is this something that sort of happens spontaneously? Um, it happens spontaneously, but I've also noticed when it comes to people close to me, I kind of have a psychic block. Really? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like when I do my calls and stuff, I do them over texting and when I do it with a complete stranger, it's like, I'm accurate and I can, you know, but I can tell them their whole story. You know what I mean? But when I'm doing mm-hmm. it with a family or a friend, it's almost like my ego wants to put in what I hope for them or what I know they want. Sure. Or, so you, know, you kind so of. Can't... Right, right. It's like a resistance filter of, you know, you're invested in that person. You care right. about that person. So your ability is sort of blocked by by the filters that you have. Right, correct. That's very interesting. So now you said you do this over text. You you offer these various different services. Can you talk a little bit about what it is that you offer? Yes, I um, work for a few platforms and whatnot, um, but I'm trying to branch out and like start my own you know, business and stuff. So I do do readings like via everything's kind of going to my email right now. And I just set up a TikTok with a stand store. So I'm trying to get everything to my stand store. But I offer like readings via email and that's like written out text readings. Um, We can talk on the phone. We can do a Zoom meeting, um, really anything, you know, just whatever the other person is comfortable with, I could do. 
We'll definitely have you send me that TikTok account and your email and information. We'll put that in the description so people can contact you and get with you. Um, What would you say? I mean, do you have maybe something that is, would you say kind of your niche in terms of assisting people or are you, you know, kind of run the gamut of, you know, contacting loved ones or reading someone for sort of healing purposes? You know, what's, what's sort of the, the spread of the things that you, that you assist with? Um, I really like general readings because like a lot of people come to me and they don't even really know what their question is, but a general reading will basically just let the universe answer that for you. You know, okay. so I can do love readings. I can do career readings. I can, I can pretty, I can do one, you know, question you answer and you pick a card for that, you know, or, you know, use my clear audience or whatever. But mainly I like to do the generals because it just gives you so much information, you know, on your, your life path and your journey and what you're dealing with at the moment. So are you able to sense then if there are maybe specific entities, whether it's spirits or interdimensional entities that are trying to communicate with someone else? Um, yes, I actually had a call recently and, um, this lady, you know, the first thing she said was like, what do you pick up for me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, you have to give me a name because if I go, just go wide open, a lot of people are going to want to talk. Right. <laughs> you know, so I have to kind of like tune in. But yeah, I can tune into people around people, entities around people, just whatever. Okay. So would you say, can you, can you talk a little bit more about sort of your own experience? experience when you're doing a reading like what is your internal experience how how are these things sort of coming to you how would you describe the way that these things come up so you know if I were to ask you a question about myself you know what's happening for you when you are giving a reading what's your experience um when I'm pulling cards it's more like an intuition or a knowing and when I'm using my clear audience, I just kind of ask, you know, I just ask, you know, my, my angels is what I call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, they give me pretty clear answers, you know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's a little fuzzy, you know, we've gotten to the point where we have little tips and tricks, like yes and no sound very similar kind of. So like they'll spell out why yes. So I'll know it's yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, recently I've been getting like names here and there, which is a new development, because at first I wasn't able to like understand names. You know, from what I've gathered, you can only channel what you can comprehend. You know, if the interdimensionals are trying to tell you about quantum physics, if you don't understand quantum physics, you're not going to be able to understand what they're saying. Okay, so you need to have sort of a knowledge base available to be able to sort of receive the messaging. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I thought so too. Yeah, you know, because you would, you would, well, I mean, I guess if you don't have the vocabulary to describe a, exactly. a, a, an idea or a concept or a process, they can't really send it to you, especially if it's in words. So mm-hmm. when you, you said you've started to sort of have visions and mediumship, is there, do you get any kind of sense that if you're able to maybe receive more clear visuals that you might be able to use your words to describe what you see, even if you don't necessarily know what you're seeing, or if you're getting a message from, you know, in a mediumship situation, 
that you might be able to sort of more abstractly sense something and then describe it with your own words or or how how does that work for you? Um, some things I get in like a mind's eye, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. There's only been a couple of times where I've actually like seen spirits or seen like what they would call shadow people and they've given me messages and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think a lot of people who are clairvoyant, like really do like actually see like whatever it is like standing in front of them or I mean I do get a little bit of clairvoyancy in like the mind's eye sense like if like I'm talking to somebody and they want to know about the date they went on I can like kind of see the date I can kind of see what the people look like I can like almost hear the conversation it's almost like I'm there it's kind of a a head movie almost like if you replay a scene from a movie in your head it's it's similar to that kind of experience So now you said that the mediumship is something that is sort of developing currently. So can you talk a little bit about that? That's not something that came with the original sort of chaotic situation, but it's developing. Right. It it did, but I blocked it out. I haven't really had much experience with death in my life personally. I've been very blessed. I've only known like maybe five people who have ever died. Okay. So not something that you're personally close to in terms of of grief and that kind of experience right so at first it was very strange for me to deal with death because I'd never dealt with it before um here recently I um I've just become I guess more open I've my clear audience has been developing a lot more lately and I think it's because I've recently just had more alone time I have my own space and stuff like that so I can like hear more But like, also, I've just become kind of comfortable in it. It's been a couple of years now, you know, and I kind of just, I was ready to open myself up to a little more after I kind of, you know, figured out the other stuff. Right. You You kind of get comfortable on one level and then it's a now now we can level up a little bit. Right. So I would call myself more of like a practicing medium. I mean, I haven't had any issues with, you know, people coming through or anything like that, but I still don't want to call myself like an expert or anything because it's, it's, it's not. I don't want to call it like hard, but I don't know. It's, it takes a lot of like trusting yourself and what you hear, you know, like I had a call yesterday and I was, you know, this lady asked me to channel somebody and the person immediately started griping at them. She was like, yeah, she was like, you're being too harsh on that boy. And I was like, ma'am, do you have a son? And she said, I have a stepson. And I said, okay, well, this lady is telling you that you're, you know, he, I know you're emotional and stressed out with it, but he's a little sensitive right now. You know what I mean? Like so, you're being a little harsh on him. And she was like, and you need to get off your behind. You're about to have this baby. And I was like, man, are you pregnant? She was like, yeah, I'm about to have a baby. I was like, is this an older relative? She was like, yeah, it's my Nana. I was like, oh. So you're, you're getting a very sort of like bossy kind of energy and you got to sort of right. filter it a little bit because you don't necessarily want to be super harsh with someone. Right. <laughs> So she, she was like, yeah, that's Nana. So that, she, so that she means, understood that the energy might be a little bit kind of. B- b- right. But that will show people that I'm really talking to who they think I'm talking to when I'm telling them things in their mannerisms as they would. So letting sort of that authentic energy come through. Right. Which I'm sure does help people to say, yeah, that would be my, you know, whoever it is that would be talking to you. Yes. Very interesting. And I'm sure. So I'm sure for you, there is, uh, like you said, trusting yourself and, and the intuition and, and believing that what you hear is what you hear. Mm-hmm. I think 
for a lot of people. So one of the things that I mentioned um, when we were emailing back and forth is is the, one of the things I like to talk about is just in general human consciousness and also natural human psychic ability that we all are born with a certain amount of psychic ability or having access to these abilities, but we're sort of trained or conditioned out of them and away from them. And so I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? Do you agree with that at all? I mean, do you think that you might develop to a point where you would be able to help other people with their own intuition, maybe not necessarily to the point of mediumship or, or the clairaudience, but to just trust themselves in an everyday life situation to, to trust their own instincts and, and the things that are their truth. Um, absolutely. Um, I definitely agree that we are all psychic. I think people have certain specialties, like everyone's different, mm -hmm. but I definitely think we're all like psychic. And a lot of it is, you know, I was talking to my niece the other day and I was asking her if she sees dead people. And I was like, well, you know, you can, right? And my mom was like, don't scare her. And it, it's like that. How, you know, how old is your like, niece? She's she just made four. Oh, OK. So it's very, very young. We'll yeah, see now that's, young, but that's she already has her first deck of tarot cards. Like I talk to her about everything, you know, like I just think if I would have started that young, how like good I would be now. Well, and how much easier your your journey or your transition right. would have been, especially so, if everybody around me believed me. <laughs> right. Well, and that's interesting, you know, someone that young to because I think that is the the, the instinct of, of maybe older generations or, or generally people to, oh, don't scare them. Don't say those things. But right. it's only scary if you tell them that it is. Yes, that's what I told her. I was like, it's only scary because you say it's scary. Right. Kids are fearless. They're not scared of anything. Right. Let let them trust their own intuition and their own discernment to know right. what what is appropriate for them or what isn't. You know, don't tell them to be afraid of something if they're not. Let them right, right. follow their own path and figure that out. So right. that is I mean, that is interesting. You do kind of have to wonder if if you had I mean, it's wonderful you had a very supportive family who like let you go, go ahead and go full on into into the weird. Right. Right. But. It, it does make you wonder with just human consciousness in general, if we were all more open or allowed children to be more open, what sort of information might they have access to that could really sort of upgrade human society in, in the sense of, because I think it, I do think, and maybe you could speak to this just a little bit in your experience. So I do think that with younger generations and, and with people who are being more open about their own psychic abilities, like yourself, we're seeing a little bit of an upgrade in human consciousness in terms of compassion and open-mindedness and allowing these sort of things, not just outright rejecting them. So I wonder if you could maybe speak a little bit about that in your experience, or are you seeing maybe something similar? Would you agree that things are, I don't know, maybe improving, I guess you could say? Yes, I absolutely think that. I think we are going through an awakening for sure. You know, Collectively. Think, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I can definitely see like, I mean, the difference between from when I first started doing this when I was 12 and the the acceptance even now and the 
all of the other people doing it. You know what I mean? It seems like we're we're like an army here to to raise the vibration of the earth. Yes, you know I, mean? I I agree with that. That I think that there are some of us that are have always had these interests in these various subjects and these things because because we were meant to assist assist in in the upgrade assist in bringing forth the the openness and the compassion um so would you do you feel a sense of maybe that this was to some degree a purpose or a mission for you that that there is something sort of bigger that's directing you or guiding you to a degree absolutely and i've always felt that way um i've always been very purpose driven um I don't know. I went to school for psychology when I was 17. I um, got my bachelor's at like 20 something um, because I wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always felt this calling to just try to make the world a better place. You know, and I didn't know quite how I was going to do it, but I kind of just like fell into it after my you know spiritual awakening. And I kind of got my, you know, footing. I was um, out of work because I have chronic back problems. I actually just had emergency spinal surgery. I went oh. paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, wow. Yes, I've, uh, I've been through a lot of suffering, but that uh, rendered me unable to work. And so I was like, what am I going to do? You know, so mm -hmm. my boyfriend was like, why don't you retail for money? And at first, like, I really didn't want to because I, you know, I was just like, I don't know that I want to help people. Like why charge them to help them? But then I realized that not only had I suffered for this, you know, through my spiritual awakening, I had cried and bled and been institutionalized and, right. you know, like Gone that if I were, right, if I were able to do this full time and make a living off of it, I would be able to help more people in the process. Right. So, and, you know, I think that's something that can be a little, so for this is something that I, I'm sure you could speak to because I and I did want to talk to you about. I think that for people who are genuine, right? And it's difficult in this in this realm to find people who are genuine, not just who have genuine abilities and aren't just in it for a dollar, but are genuine in the sense of they they do want to help you, right? But right. from the side of the person who's doing it, you also need to be able to support yourself, and you also, you know, and so you know, there, there's a certain amount of having to trust the universe in that you were meant to receive for these gifts. You know, it's meant to be an exchange that you help people, but also you can receive help. And so I think sometimes for people in your position, it can be, it can be a little difficult because you, you feel, I'm not sure how, how, how you would describe it necessarily, but maybe there's like a, a resistance to asking for money for what you do, because that's right. not what you're in it for, even though you understand, yes, I need to pay bills, but that I'm in it to help people. And it's, there's a sort of resistance you have to get past. Right. I, I kind of get past that by like being very affordable, like on my stand store, you can get everything from like a yearly bundle, you know, that's a little more expensive to a one question reading for $3 and 33 cents. You know, so you I have a budget for everybody. A full gamut so that people can access whatever they're able to. Correct. Well, that's awesome that you, you know, have that available so that people can, because that can be something difficult too. People might want to, 
just kind of get to know you a little bit and, and feel out your services too. Cause that I think probably with your clients is something else, just being able to have a trust relationship between yourself right. and your client. Absolutely. Very cool. So can you speak to our, our, do you have, so you have your, your spiritual awakening that you talked about. Do you throughout your life and throughout your, your practice of this, even back going back to when you were 12, are there other significant experiences that you've had with maybe communicating with, with any other entities or things, things that might have been very significant to you personally on your, your path with, with this? Um, I have mystical, paranormal, and supernatural experiences every day. Every day. My, every day. My life is, it's weird. It, and it just seems to get weirder. Um, I had one instance where I was at the Looney Bin. And I was sitting there wearing earplugs with Nexus girl who was also wearing earplugs. We were both voice hearers. Oh, okay. And she she was just staring at the wall and she takes her earplugs out for a second and kind of listens. And she looks at me and she goes, you're going to help a lot of people. And I got chills all over me. Like, it's oh, like, that's... I already knew that. But how did she? Oh, that's so... But what a wonderful confirmation for you. Right, right. It happens all the time, all the time. That's, I mean, but it's, it, it, it I think a little bit of testimony to how, you know, the universe doesn't make mistakes. It, it, it's trying to give you signs all the time. Right. And, and messages from whoever it can get a message to you from. Yeah, absolutely. So can you talk a little bit more about that or just have, you know, a few more stories or experiences? So um, your life yeah. is kind of as much as you've gone, gone through chaos and hell, you have magical experiences. Right. Right. I, um, well, sometimes they're very cryptic and weird. Like sometimes they don't make sense at first. Mm -hmm. Um, before I just had my emergency surgery back in February. Um, but years before when I was like 27 or 28, I was having these voices and they were telling me, don't eat, you have emergency surgery. Don't eat, you have emergency surgery. And then they would tell me, don't think, don't breathe, don't move. It was like practice for being in an MRI machine. Oh, really? Yeah, they tell me, lay there, don't think, don't move, don't breathe, don't blink. And I'd like hold my breath and just like lay really still. And I didn't know what was going on. I'd have kind of flashes of me like in a hospital bed with a bunch of people staring around me, stuff like that. And I kept telling people around me, you know, I'm like, something's wrong with me. I need to go to the hospital. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. And mm -hmm. I was, been, I've been in chronic pain for like a long time you know, since I was like early twenties, you know, so, you know, everyone was like, oh, well, it's sciatica and blah, blah, blah. And doctors, you know, this, that, and the other, nobody would listen to me. Would take it seriously. You know? Right. Exactly. Well, there I am February after my emergency surgery, sitting there looking at my mom and I kind of look over at her and I'm like, Hey mom, you remember when I told you I needed emergency surgery? <laughs> like you remember <laughs> when I totally told you that this was going to happen? Right. She was just kind of like, yes, because at this point, that's what it's like. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We've heard it. Yes, exactly. Well, so can you and this is maybe a little do you ever have experiences then in dream state? Do you communicate at all with entities or energies in dream state or is it only when you're waking? Do you do your dreams play into this for you at all? Um. I've actually like around the time the voice hearing was getting really bad, like so bad I would go catatonic when I was talking to people. Um, because was, they were that 
just yes because they were that loud yes and distracting I um I was having dreams and even in the dreams I was hearing voices it was like I would be having the dream and in the dream I was hearing voices in my head and they would be telling me all like whatever they needed to tell me you know it it got very intense so even in my dreams yes so even in your dream state they're sort of interrupting your consciousness you're not necessarily seeing them but in in the dream experience you are still hearing voices in your head right very interesting so because the dreams dream state and and sort of the communication you can sometimes receive through dreams is another thing that does fascinate me um and and sort of trying to interpret the messaging do you do any sort of assistance with for, for people with sort of messages that they might be receiving that they don't understand or know how to interpret? Um, I don't do a whole lot of dream interpretation just because I feel like you kind of have to do that yourself. Only you are going to really understand the symbols and the meanings and, you know, what your subconscious like basically cooks up for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can tell you all day what I think your dream means, but like really like, you know, I'm not really going to know, like, you know, somewhere in there. Right, you know, I can like pull your cards maybe and try to like pull it out of you, you know, but I like can't really like interpret it via like symbolism because like a, a bus for me is going to mean something different, something different than a bus for you. Right. So maybe more just the sort of guiding someone to working through their own personal, okay, well, what does that mean to you? Sort of kind of sort of a communication with your own subconscious, with your own inner self in order right. to draw out what did that actually mean. Right. Oh, very cool. So do you have, and I know I, I asked you this, um, would you ever consider doing maybe sort of like a masterclass sort of thing or, or teaching people in terms of the connecting to their own intuitiveness and, and learning to trust their own instincts and their own, their own voices in their head, whatever they may be? Um, yes, actually, Emerix's Tarot Academy will be on my stand store. Um, so you are ASAP, starting. I have already, I've been actually the last few days. I have written up a lesson plan on my lessons. It's like a 125 page, 12 week course. Wow. Um, yes, I've been working very hard on it. I'm very I, excited to launch it. Very I do intensive. Make, yes, I do want to make videos for each lesson. So that's the only thing I have left to do. Um, that way I'm like walking you through it for anybody. The notes are for like, just so you'll have them, but for anybody who doesn't want to sit there and read, you know, like they would like something more like, you know, up front or whatever, like I'm going to be like pulling cards and giving examples and stuff like that on the video, you know? So yeah, I'm super excited. Very cool. That's awesome. Cause I'm sure that again, that there's, there are a lot of people who are, you know, not just curious about this, getting answers for themselves, but like, how can I tap into what this thing that I know that I have within me that this ability to connect, because we do all have that ability. And and you can call it psychic or call it whatever, like we do all have that connection to each other and to, you know, again, source, God, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I think it's, a part of a, a part of the, the the upgrade that's happening, right? Or a part of of the mission to to help people to recognize that, to bring them to it in in a whatever way is most helpful to them. 
That's right. amazing. That's really awesome. I'm glad to hear you're starting a class. That's really cool. I'm very excited. I was excited to see that you could do it on Stand Story. You could actually like set up the courses to where it'll send like every week and stuff like that. So, so super cool. Through a full process in 12 weeks. That's a right. And you get a certificate at the end. There you go. I love it. Yep. That's amazing. So would you have any um, sort of final thoughts that you might want to share or any messages just for the audience in general? Um, I don't know. It just, I guess for the general, like, it's just super important that we all like raise our vibration, y'all. <laughs> it is so <laughs> important. It's so important. Like we, the earth is not doing well, you guys. Like we're, we're teetering on, on between darkness and light right now. And, you know, it's very important that we collectively raise our vibration and make our interactions more positive. Do you so do you have any sort of techniques or suggestions for people in terms of just raising their vibration personally? Um, I mean, there's a few different ways to do it. You can do it with food. You could do it with I mean, probably the best way is kind of just like emotional transmutation, you know, and like alchemy, like emotional alchemy. You know, you want to like definitely live in like unconditional love and compassion and, you know, acceptance and not like fear, guilt, shame, you know, because those are so low vibrational. But I found, you know, something that works good is if you can identify the opposite of the emotion you are having, you can kind of slide the scale to it. You know, like say Mm -hmm. you're really scared. If you're, you know, if you can pump yourself up to almost get like overconfident, you can like slide your scale a little bit, you know. Okay. Very, I, I do agree. And I think that that's something that, I mean, probably people might need assistance from a class like yours because it can be a tough thing, I think, be, to, because the lower vibrational emotions, at least in my own experience, they can feel like things that you get stuck in or trapped. In. It's kind of like a, a quicksand sort of situation. You know, you find yourself in it and you didn't, you don't mean to, and then you suddenly can't get yourself out of it. You know, the fake it till you make it thing. It kind of does work. (laughs) The right. The okay. What would I prefer? What would that feel like? Okay. Really push yourself to imagine it. And it's, you know, I know it can be an exhausting process, but it is so important to, you know, to your own growth, to your own ability to, to love yourself. And that translates into the way that you interact with the rest of the world. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, so can you give us um, just tell tell the audience where to find you again, your your email and your TikTok, and we'll definitely link it. But can you tell everyone where to find you? Yes. Um, well, my my name, Emmerich, you can basically Google that. And I, nobody else has that name. It actually like came to me in like a what they would call psychosis. But um, so you can basically Google me, but also Tarot by Emmerich at Gmail or at TikTok. OK, Tarot by Emmerich. Yes. Okay. And that's E-M-E-R-I-X. Correct. Correct. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I'm so glad that you agreed to come onto the show and to talk to the audience. And I'm really excited to see where you go from here. And I am, I'm just so grateful that you agreed to come on. This is a really great conversation. Yeah, it was really fun. Thank you. Seeking Clarity. Just ask Emirates at Terror by Emirates on TikTok. Self-taught, Louisiana native, 20 years experience, specializing in love and relationships. Yeah.
Get your tarot reading today at Tarot by Emmerich on TikTok. Open your mind to the divine. That was my interview with Emmerich and a nice little ad or commercial that she made for herself right there at the end. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And thank you so, so much to Emerix for being willing to be a guest on my show. I really enjoyed our conversation. You can find Emerix at Tarot by Emerix. That's E-M-E-R-I-X at gmail.com. And also Tarot by Emerix on TikTok. If you'd like to support more content from me with the Frankie 411 podcast or my fictional podcast, The Adventures of Abernathy Franklin, which you can also find wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can certainly check out my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Abernathy Franklin. Every little bit of support truly does help. This is my passion, talking about human consciousness and exploring these amazing realms and these different conversations. I would absolutely love it if you would support me on Patreon. I so appreciate everyone who likes, shares, subscribes, listens. Honestly, it really is truly a treat to be able to share these things with all of you. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time, much love to you, my earthbound and cosmic friends. Wherever you are out there, I hope you're doing well.